Welcome to Unquenchable Love with Brian Francis Hume. Each week, Brian will present a Christ-centered teaching to increase your passion for the Godhead. It is our hope that this podcast will be a burning lamp that leads you on a path to encounter God's unquenchable love for you. And now our host, Brian Francis Hume. Proverbs 16, 9. The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Let us pray. Father, we're so grateful for your goodness towards us through Christ. I'm asking, Father, on this podcast that the power of the Holy Spirit would minister to each heart. We ask as you open the scriptures, Father, we ask that you would cause each heart to burn with a fresh revelation of Christ. So thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit, for this time as we dive into the scriptures. In Jesus' name, amen. Some questions are hard to answer. I grappled with a tough question recently while sharing a story at a conference. Before I disclose the question, let me unfold the story that I shared with the audience. Back in 2016, I was invited by the founder of Awaken the Dawn, David Brashaw, to participate on a panel for the 222 conference. Lou Engel had asked David to host this gathering on the East Coast as Lou hosted the 222 conference on the West Coast. This was months before the historic Azusa Now gathering on April 9, 2016 in the iconic L.A. Coliseum. The night before the 222 conference, I encountered the Lord afresh as I wept before Him. I knew there was going to be a significant moment at the 222 conference. The Holy Spirit specifically instructed me to pay attention to the words that David spoke to me publicly. I knew a personal breakthrough was imminent. The Lord emphasized to me that he was going to honor publicly what had been esteemed in secret. When I arrived at the 222 conference, my heart was expectant in faith that it was going to be a defining moment. I can explain it. I just knew that I was at the right place at the right time. Essentially, it was the right moment. On two different occasions, David spoke meaningful words of life to me when introducing me first at the panel and the other during the leadership luncheon that followed. However, I couldn't recall at which session he said, Brian is like God's secret weapon for the hour. After the conference, I pulled up the video to see if David mentioned it during the panel session. 
He didn't. However, I was stunned to discover something that floored me. At the beginning of the panel, he introduced each panelist on the stage one by one. When it was my turn, David spoke the following. Brian is one of those guys who everyone knows. National leaders all over the body of Christ know Brian Shum. I was just telling him the other day that I was in the car with Lou Engel last week. We're driving, and I mention Brian Shum. And Lou goes, Brian, he's the real deal, the real deal. It's true, it really is. Brian has a prophetic ministry to leaders like few people that I know. He comes at the right moment with the right word. He showed up in my office in December of 2014 with the word of the Lord, and it happened. I'm so grateful for Brian and what he carries. In order to write this in my journal, I wrote it word by word. This process required that I listen to a few words, pause it while writing down the words before starting the process over. At the point when David said, He comes at the right moment. I paused the video as he said the words right moment. I noticed something quite remarkable. I had paused the video at precisely the 2 hour 22 minute 22 second point on the video. Meaning the words right moment were spoken exactly at the 2 hours 22 minute and 22 second mark in the recording. I was stunned. Clearly, the Lord was underlining the vital importance of delivering the word of the Lord at the right moment. As I shared in the last episode of Unquenchable Love, the right moment means to deliver the word at the right place at the right time. Now, the question. When I finish sharing this story, I ask this question. How do we arrive at the right place at the right time to deliver the word of the Lord? As I looked into the eyes of those sitting before me, I allowed the silence to punctuate the question surrounding surrounding that question. Finally, I slowly uttered three words that surprised a few waiting for the response. The three words were, I don't know. Again, I reiterated, I do not know how to deliver the word of the Lord at the right moment. I went on to explain that I don't have a seven-step message on how to be at the right place at the right 
time with the right word. If I were to be absolutely honest, I've stumbled into the right moment more than I care to acknowledge. However, there are three keys that I have found helpful that I do want to pass along to you. Key number one, trust God to establish your steps. Proverbs 16.9 from the NIV reads, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Here's the New Living Translation. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Meanwhile, the New King James Version states, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. I want to focus on the word establish, as in the Lord establishes his steps. The Lord establishes your steps. The Lord determines your steps. And the Lord directs your steps. Now, Proverbs in the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. And the word establish in Hebrew is kun, K-U-N. And it means to be firm. There's also other words that are used interchangeably throughout the Old Testament for the word kun, established. Such words could be certainty, confirm, direct, faithfulness, fashion, fasten, firm, befitted. And so the Father wants to firm up our steps, even in the midst of the plans that we have orchestrated, that we try to the best of our ability to map out the plans that we believe the Lord has. We still have to trust him to order our steps according to his perfect will. We have to trust the Father each step that he will position us to be at the right place at the right time. But this is encouraging to know that the Father, according to Proverbs 16.9, that the Lord establishes your steps. And I want that to deepen within your heart by revelation of the Holy Spirit. And that's why I wanted to use this specific verse for this podcast message today. That by revelation of the Holy Spirit, that you would allow that word established to establish your steps to go deep in your heart. So today, the first question, are you willing to trust the Lord, to trust in his goodness to establish your steps. Key number two, take risk as you walk by faith. 
We're called to walk by faith and not by sight. That's 2 Corinthians 5.7. Hence, easier said than done. But let me say this. If you only see what the world sees, you should be alarmed. Faith sees the unseen. The impossible is tucked away somewhere in the unseen by physical eyes, but seen by the eyes of the heart. Faith reaches beyond the veil of the seen to seize the impossible and to pull it out into the seen realm. Faith is not merely positive energy, nor is it about just right thinking, mustering up enough feel-good vibes to go about your day falls short of the kind of biblical faith I'm talking about. That doesn't enable one to walk on water. Biblical faith is all about Him, namely Christ Jesus. It is about trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord, according to Ephesians 4.10. So what pleases the Lord? Genesis chapter 5, verse 24 states that Enoch walked with God. Furthermore, Hebrews 11.5 reveals concerning Enoch that he was commended as one who pleased God. The next verse indicates that without faith, it is impossible to please God. That's Hebrews 11.6. Enoch pleased God because he walked with God by faith. And a man who chooses to walk with God on his terms is a man who walks in faith and not by sight. God didn't walk with Enoch on his terms. No, Enoch walked by faith with God on God's terms. Peter walked by faith momentarily when he walked on water. Sometimes the call to walk by faith doesn't come with a manual or YouTube video explaining the step-by-step process. Sometimes the call is simply one word, come. As my daughter's would have asked me constantly when they were little. Why? Why, Daddy? Because faith can't be reduced to an equation to be easily solved or a recipe to be followed. Rather, it is a person to be followed as we surrender to his ways as we trust in his goodness towards us. Peter had the trust In the person of Jesus Christ, Peter never prayed. He simply obeyed and trusted in the veracity of Jesus' words to create the necessary stepping stones. A deep abiding faith in Christ within the heart of a weak man or woman brings great pleasure to the heart of God. It requires trust, and surrender unto him. Faith is a gift from God that we must simply receive in faith. (laughs) 
when we are willing to trust, he then enables us to trust him from the heart. It is a beautiful transaction, weak man leaning on the one who's worthy of it all. Are you willing to walk by faith even as you confront fears along the way? Key number three, seize the moment. For seven years, my family attended one of the satellite campuses of National Community Church that was near our home. Pastor Mark Batterson is a prolific author who has written well over a dozen books. One of my personal favorite books of his is Drawing the Circle, the 40-Day Prayer Challenge. In chapter 2, he writes, I have a handful of prayers that I pray all the time. Because of their frequent repetition, I call them prayer mantras. One is that God will put my books into the right hands at the right time. I've prayed this prayer thousands of times, and God has answered it in dramatic fashion countless times. The right book in the right hands at the right time can save a marriage, avert a mistake, demand a decision, plant a seed, conceive a dream, solve a problem, and prompt a prayer. That's why I write. And that's why, for me, a book sold is not a book sold. A book sold is a prayer answered. I don't know the name and situations of every reader, but God does. And that's all that matters. The other day, I got an email from Peter, a man who started reading in a pit with a lion on a snowy day on a flight to Las Vegas. During the first half of the flight, he read chapter 1 and felt challenged and convicted. One sentence arrested his attention. God is in the business of strategically positioning us in the right place at the right time. But it's up to us to see and seize those opportunities that are all around us all the time. So Peter switched planes in Phoenix and sat down in his new seat assignment. He said hello to the girl next to him, but she shut him down rather abruptly. It was one of those looks that says, don't talk to me the rest of this flight. And by the way, the armrest belongs to me. Peter didn't want to offend her or bother her, but he couldn't shake the feeling that something was wrong. He knew he needed to swallow his pride, face his fears, and seize the opportunity. He leaned over and said, I know It's absolutely none of my business, but you seem to be so burdened. If sharing with a complete stranger might help, I'm all ears. The 17-year-old girl, who was three months pregnant, proceeded to tell him she was running away from home. Her boyfriend told her to take off and to take care of it. She had stolen her dad's credit card that morning, to buy a ticket to Vegas to get an abortion. 
During the flight, Peter spoke words of comfort and encouragement. When they landed in Vegas, he convinced the girl to call her parents, who were worried sick. Her parents convinced her to grab the next flight and come home. I'm quite sure one life, perhaps two, were saved that day, all because one man believed that a seat assignment might be a divine assignment. And when we act on those prayer promptings, the Grand Master can use a single pawn to checkmate the enemy's plans. What a story! Did you catch the one sentence that Pastor Mark Batterson wrote that is a key for this podcast? God is in the business of strategically positioning us in the right place at the right time, but it's up to us to see and seize those opportunities that are all around us all the time. Are you willing to trust the Father to establish your steps? Are you willing to walk by faith as you take a risk? And are you willing to seize the opportunities that the Father has set before you? Let us pray. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for this message that you have put on my heart for each of these listeners. Father, we desire for our steps to be firmed and established by you. And we say yes, that we will walk by faith as we trust Christ and Christ alone for each step along this journey. And Father, we desire to be like Jesus and your word says in 1 John 2, 6, to walk as Jesus walked. So, Father, we desire to walk with firm steps ordained of heaven. And, Father, we ask for the grace to seize those moments, those opportunities that you position us strategically to lay hold of. And we thank you for that. And we thank you, Father, for the work that you're doing in our lives that we may bring honor and glory to the name of Jesus and all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been Unquenchable Love with Brian Francis Hume. Join us each week as we pursue God's heart for passion, purity, and prayer.